Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the podcast. A'udhu billahi minash shaitan rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salam ala rasulullah. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa sirli amri wa ahlal uqtatan min lisani yafqaw qawli ama ba'd. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين All praise and thanks to you to Allah Hi everyone, I hope you are good and well in good health and imam of faith, inshallah And inshallah in today's episode we'll carry on with our conversation with our dear brother Majid Majid So without further ado, we'll continue where we left off from last week's conversation Enjoy So just to take you back to what I asked for the question like when you became interested was to help make a difference in, in the issues that you cared about. Yeah, I was just tired of complaining. So I was going to say, why did you want to become a mayor? Was that so that you can get into that power? Like, to make Trying decisions? To, yeah, so the reason I wanted to kind of be, because again, it was just a great opportunity to just have more of an influence, yeah. in, in, in all honesty. And I kind of saw the role as something I could really revolutionise and I can really make it my own and do a lot of good with it. And of course I knew I was going to, piss a lot of people off <laughs> yeah. it was it's, you can't please everybody yeah but i just also knew that there was a lot of good that could be done with it so i thought yeah i'm gonna really push myself yeah what are the roles of the mayor like what kind of power is he so got? There's, there's there's two roles of the mayor. so for one of the one of the roles is that you're the first citizen of the city so you're the main ambassador of the city right which involves lots of different things and the second one is that Every month, we have the council monthly meetings, the monthly council meetings, yeah. where all the elected representatives get together and then we debate, pass policies, make decisions that affect everyone in Sheffield. And the Lord Mayor's role is that he chairs those meetings and also decides on the agenda of those meetings. Yeah. So it's a really important role. So there's, they're the main kind of two roles. So you've got the council business side of it, and then you've got the ambassadorial side of it as well. Yeah. What are the good and bad aspects of the the being? Because I was going to say, for example, to actually to go back one more question, how you know when you became the mayor, there was mashallah, there was a significant immediate attention because obviously you were the first Somalian and the first and also the youngest, the youngest in Sheffield, right? The mm-hmm. youngest in mayor in Sheffield, isn't it? In the in the history of Sheffield, mm-hmm. and also the first of and of your in politics and Green Party. Mm-hmm. And being, you know, Muslim, a black guy, and everything was the significant media. How did you? How did that pressure? Like, there's there a lot of pressure from? I would think it was a lot of pressure. I'm saying, how does it feel for you? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, but there's always pressure. Even now, there's pressure on things. <laughs> like pressure and pressure is it's a good thing. Mm. Like kind of thing is they say pressure makes diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> but also, pressure can kill a lot of people. <laughs> so you can look at it from both ways. But yeah. like he. Um, Alhamdulillah, yeah, of course, I felt pressured and mm. and I knew the responsibility and but like he, he didn't really like get to me kind of thing. Like, yeah. Of course, like it was difficult at times just the role in itself mm. because when you've got lots of people that are attacking you or making life difficult for you and stuff. So yeah, it was it was yeah. challenging in many lots of different ways. I was gonna say, and so what? But yeah, when you how do you deal with that like negativity when you see like you start what you saying like the negative like newspapers, pundits, and all that, this stuff. You know that I don't really care. But like, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> I just like I, it just got to a point I got so used to it. 
Yeah. That it, it was weird if if it stopped. Kind of, but like you know, it, was, it was just more so the internal workings of the council. Yeah. And people that were trying to affect your data. I don't. I couldn't care less what somebody. Oh, so we see like the day to day. Oh, on the paper, I could, yeah, it's just the day to day. Oh, so yeah, so I was gonna say, yeah, like, I, I got that question, like, how do you deal with difficult colleagues and people? Is that a kind yeah. of thing you say, like, yeah, internal ones? Yeah, it's day to day, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, I, I would just, I would, I'll, I'll confront a lot of people, <laughs> I'd ignore something. It was just, it was honestly just trying to deal with it the best I can. I'm always quite optimistic anyway, yeah, so it, it takes a lot, but yeah, it wasn't anything that was gonna stop me, kind of. Yeah. Do you think like all those challenges and all those years of like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone give you a high threshold for... Yeah, like, genuinely, uh, I've always had a high threshold. I just tolerant. Yeah, and I never like, I never shirk away from uh, confrontation or difficulties or whatever. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot that I can take. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. So as we know, a lot is a burden you with more than like, you can bear. Yeah, right true, true. So it's, yeah. I took a lot of solace in knowing that. Mashallah. And I was going to say, um, before I move on, how do you um, sustain your motivation and commitment to achieve your long-term goals? Because sometimes when you have a long-term goal, motivation is like any emotion. It can fade or worn. You get it? So how do you sustain that? Like, do you know, bro, long-term goals, that's very foreign to me. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, I've got, do you know there's benefits and we should all have long-term yeah. goals. But when you say long term, how what what is long term? I'm saying say if you say a year or two, like that okay. kind of thing. Because you've got to sustain. Because like now, for example, to just go back to that, say when you have when you have a goal, like now you're trying to achieve. Say when you was a mayor, and like in that one year in the mayor role, yeah. and you've got people who are trying to put obstacles in your way. That's kind yeah. of can suck your energy and motivation away. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, but I had a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're naturally energy high, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. try and suck all they want, like in. Yeah. I would refill that energy. <laughs> That's <laughs> good, yeah. So how important is it? So you know how important is having ambition? Because I think ambition yeah. is important. Do you know, it? also just in terms of your long-term point as well, it's, listen, you have to be ambitious about something. Like, yeah. Of course, and you can be more ambitious in more than just one thing. Mm. You should be ambitious in, in terms of, like, your work. You should be ambitious in terms of your dean, dean goals, what you want to achieve in this spiritually. Yeah. You should literally, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's... Otherwise, what's going to motivate you if you're not ambitious? Yeah. But there are people who just don't know what to do with their lives. But I think if you're on stage where you literally don't know what to do, just, just try lots of new things, follow your curiosity, and then that will lead you to a path of something that you find interesting enough that you're willing to kind of wake up or it'll motivate you kind of thing. But um, but yeah, so it's... I've always been quite ambitious. Yeah. But uh, see, ambition is good, but liking, it's... You need to also do the work. That's the hard part. So that's what I'm saying, like, how do you sustain that commitment? Because, like you said, the hard work and sometimes people, even if they have interest and goals, sometimes the hard work can... Because remember, you're also dealing with life. It's like, the, you know, like as a Muslim, you know that your plans don't always go according to how they and want. Exactly. Backs, failures, yeah, exactly. all these kind of obstacles, people, being with his people or society. Like, you know what? All you can do is do your best. Yeah. And of course, like it's, nobody's guaranteed anything. You can do everything, you're not guaranteed success. Yeah. But you're never going to achieve success if you don't try anything. Yeah. So of course, it's for me, I just do the best that I can. Sometimes it's not enough. 
Sometimes I won't do anything and I'll achieve success and I'm like, subhanAllah, yeah. this is like, alhamdulillah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's, uh, but you have to do your part first, make dua, but also just, um, just, yeah, just go around. You have to be in it to win. You have to really try your best. Mm. to have a shot at it and then I like that advice about it and try different heuristics because sometimes people don't know what they want so yeah. it could be do you try know, different do you know the yeah. thing is people I can never I don't think I've ever been bored in my life literally yeah. I can never be bored because either I've got a long to-do list of things that I need to do that's waiting for me or there's just that many things I'm just interested or intrigued in yeah. I can spend my entire day just years just looking into or just reading about or trying, experimenting or whatever kind of thing. But I like it's I always just encourage people just to follow the curiosity and yeah. just that will lead you to something for sure. I've believed that as well because I became curious about human nature. Because when I couldn't break bad habits, I never myself was never interested in human nature or human psychology. I worked worked like I wanted to be a footballer or a long distance runner. And then I ended up working, getting into a wrong crowd of friends, then getting into yeah. trouble, then changing my ways. Then I found a construction job. Then I stayed there for nearly 10 years. This is the only one I couldn't quit several bad habits. I started thinking, yo, why is change hard? Why is behavior change hard? And, why is... and then as I was researching, I found change your habit, change your life. I'm thinking I never paid attention to habit. Then I started, accidentally stumbled up on discovering uh, interest in humans. It's been several years now. So that curiosity is leading to passion yeah, exactly. and fascination. And now I think I say a lifelong quest to understand the nature of human mind because yeah. habits, if you look at habits, they, they underpin everything in life. Mm. So, but that's what I'm saying. So that's the same thing I like. That's why I agree with you when you say try curiosity, just become interested to see. I'm just mm. thinking, why is change hard? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's all why I, was, why I could not believe why I had the good intention and desire to break my bad habits, and yet, despite my good intention and desire, I could not make the change. Mm. And that's when I became interested. So, like you say, curiosity is it's like a beautiful habit because it's like a desire to understand. And you're like, mm. oh, you know what I mean? And then you become interested before you know it. And once you go, there's a quote, you're reminding me of a quote that said, and everybody's interested in something, but not every not every person is interested in everything. Yeah, so yeah. you can't be interested in everything, exactly. but you can certainly be interested in what so, something you get it. Like if yeah. people, but sometimes it also, but it does require you even stepping out of your mindset to ask the question. Because sometimes people don't even ask the mm. the the question. You know what I mean? Well, so. uh, the other thing I was going to say is, do you have any particular interests or hobbies outside of your? jobs or things that now right now like any interest and hobbies that you have now honestly since a lot since last year i've been really fascinated Mm. with the world of contemporary conceptual arts Mm. which is you know when people might (laughs) people look at and they're like what the heck is that i can do i I could do that you always see pieces of artwork Whatever. but it's just more it's, it's it's a conceptual part of it that's interesting it's, it's the idea so it's I've been really looking to that I've been looking at uh, some of the pioneers like Marcel Duchamp who's one of the pioneers of conceptual arts mm. and so, so you say, yeah I've just been in the world of just contemporary I've just been really yeah. uh, what made you become interested like what triggered you do you know I've always been a creative person yeah I've always in every line of work I've done I've, I've been creative yeah like creativity even like the, um, the European Climate Organization Union of Justice that I run I designed everything I designed a lot I did like entire the tone everything mm. is 
So for me, it's just designing and like being creative, like yeah. even coming up with like like. Do you know when people get stuck in solving a problem and they're like, "Well, we've got no money and no resource, whatever." I'm like, "Well, this is why we need to be creative. Like, it's it can really solve a lot of that." So yeah, so I just use creativity to kind of help solve problems, create campaigns, communicate with people. So yeah, I'll just just design. Yeah. Like in school, my my two favorite subjects that I got full marks in was religious studies and design and technology. Yeah. And yeah, I've just always been fascinated with both. So yeah. So this so this kind of never really merged them both together, but like <laughs> separately. <laughs> maybe you really shall. You never know. Yeah. You maybe could... maybe there's a niche market <laughs> I can tap into. <laughs> With a bit of creativity, why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Also, <laughs> one thing I've been really interested in recently is the blockchain technology. Yeah, blockchain and yeah, how is that? Where is that? Because even I don't understand. Yeah, it, but I'm still trying to understand. It. But one thing I do know it is the future. Yeah. Like it's it's basically you know when the internet in the early nineties everyone was like what is this internet kind of thing? It basically one of the, yeah. one of the things about blockchain is that he decentralizes everything and cuts the middle person out. And you're seeing a lot of people adopting it at the moment. Like, it's... So, yeah, it's, people only know cryptocurrencies, but that's literally not even the main aspect just of um, blockchain technology, but it's it's going to change the world. It's like the financial world. Everything, everything, basically. So, yeah, I've just been trying to... Um, Understand. It's like, yeah, because it's exciting, because it's like... That curiosity, just that curiosity, you think... Yeah, but also is how can I use this new technology? But it's not widespread at the moment. It's yeah. like, like, if you know what blockchain is, you're, you're in the 1%. Yeah, so you're the early, like, early yeah, adopter. Yeah, and then yeah. trying to think, how can I make use of this to better certain things? So it's, yeah, it's yeah, lots like, of, So you're interested in, in a way to leverage it for your, for, for your own goals and stuff. Yeah, kind of thing. But also just, yeah, it's just yeah. how... What's the possibilities with it, basically? Yeah. You wrote a book, mashallah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called The Art of Disruption. Yeah. <laughs> Manifesto for Real Change. Can you tell us about the book? Yeah, it's, I guess it's a manifesto. It's, it's a guide to how we can disrupt those age-old power structures, whether that be in work, um, politics, family, whatever it is kind of thing. So yeah. it's... It's basically just kind of just self kind of just ten manifesto points. Yeah, from how we can make positive, meaningful changes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> change the habits. Exactly. <laughs> change, exactly. Disrupt the habits. When I say habit, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? Like when first I say that word, is negative habits. Yeah. Or just basically those habits of that can be detrimental. Like it's good habits and bad habits just basically it's day to day things yeah but what I'm saying you know like no, that's, you know what I realised I asked this question to the young and old and everyone in between and what I realised this is one of the things that made me become even more curious because I realised we actually link the word habit with just negativity you know what I mean like, so people would say like negative habits smoking habits or anything like that then I realised no one even thinks about the good habits so it's like now we say you know like I tell people if some if there was a terrorist attack somewhere in Chile, in a village in Chile, and the news said there was a terrorist attack in a village in Chile, who's the first people they're gonna think? Mm. They're gonna say Muslim because the media has you know made that habit of making mm. the people linking and associating us with terrorists. That even if some guy 
some crazy guy in, in Chile in a village that some of terrorists attacked to people the people straight away will assume because that means there's a habit mm. so I realized the same way we think of that habit we assume the word habit we link it and associate it with negativity but it's actually neutral it just means an action like you said something we do day to day then I realized wow no one's even paying attention to habit then it, it doesn't even have to be day to day because you can have habits that you do weekly and weekly. yearly yeah no what I'm saying is it's a, it, because habit is defined as an action or behavior you do regularly yeah. but it can also be weekly shopping yeah. that's a habit weekly shopping or Ramadan. that's a habit you need to stay alive <laughs> Do you know what they what do they say? Is it sixty days to create? Anyway? Roughly, it takes about sixty-eight days. Do we say? But personally, I say the more value the habit, the harder it is. Because the reason why is this: why I say bad habits reward you today, because they give you immediate pleasure. Yeah, but good habit, but their consequences in the future. Um, and good habits on the other hand their consequences now because they're usually difficult hard and boring to to make it to form it but their reward is in the future oh great yeah. see what I'm saying so the greatest so I say the greater the value of the habit the longer it takes to form so yeah. you know that if it's eating so also there's other simple context as well like if you if it's for example if it's a context of eating an apple a day you can just you can put it at home you can put a bowl of fruit in the house and you can get triggered do you get what I'm saying but if it's at work on a construction site and you want to eat apple a day you don't have that in facility and also other emotional habits like you say brave or courage or boldness they take a bit more time to build because they take like you like over weeks months of years of deliberately pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to form it so you need you have to have a like a like a something that's interesting or motivating you to actually step out of it so like what you say now when you say I'm excited when you are excited about that that's motivating you to like that boldness where if you don't have the if you don't have something that's motivating you it's hard to go out of your comfort zone because you become like a fish out of water mm-hmm. and you're doing it for no reason mm-hmm. you wouldn't do it for no reason so if it comes to confidence self-belief courage and hope the emotional habit. If somebody has mental illnesses and you're trying to install, it won't take 60 days to install hope in them. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? It will take a little, because the value of hope is great reward. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So if that person has to have that like a purpose, he has to have a good reason why. You know, like, had to, for example, like suicide is, I think, which reminds me to ask you the question, because I remember you were raising the money when you was a mayor. Were you raising yeah, money? Yeah, for three different charities. Yeah, for, they were all dealing with... So mental. one of them was a mental health charity. Yeah. Flourish. Other one Flourish, was, yeah, that's what I remember yeah. reading that. The other one was Unity Gym Project. Yeah. And have you heard of Unity Gym Project? No. Do you know Minibob? Oh, Saeed, yeah, 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 I do know. Yeah, 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 yeah. The gym, yeah, yeah. Saeed, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like young people. Yeah. And then the other one and was Sheffield Women's Counseling Therapy Service for yeah. female domestic... So yeah, there was a free charity. Yeah. Did you achieve what you were planning to achieve? Yeah, yeah. Alhamdulillah. I still do some work with them now and then as well. You know, they're really good charities. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when it comes to like dealing with habits of the mind and habits of the heart, you need that that support, like people, or, you know, somebody Mm. is struggling by themselves without that external support. Mm. It's difficult, so that's what I'm saying. When it comes to happy sixty days, unless that person has got something, a purpose or a reason. So what I'm saying, habits. When it comes to sixty-eight days, it's just an average for common simple habits. But the the more 
the more the greater the reward of that habit getting up for fajr mm. <laughs> it's going to be a challenge to wake up for fajr like two in the morning or three in the morning yeah. you get it do you know what that's thing you have to have the habit of mm. constantly remembering Allah exactly you yeah. have to you do that by doing lots of dhikr yeah. increasing your knowledge yeah. it's just it's how was and if you don't mind me asking you know when you were saying in, in, in Maya how was this that like to do your ibadah how challenging is that to do your ibadah of course you, it was yeah. challenging like, yeah. I'm not even gonna like it's your environment also like that's what I'm saying the environment if it's environment it, in anything that you conducive. do the environment yeah. and the people that you're around have, yeah. plays a big impact yeah. in terms of the habits you pick up or like yeah you, the mindset you, the, the yeah. mindset that you're in kind of thing but I have that it was okay but it was definitely difficult at times yeah sure. that's what I'm saying that, that, you see what I mean because I tell people that the environment your environment which includes the people and the place so if you got like that's why somebody if you, like at home you link and associate with things you know like now in the masjid you link and associate it with you come in it's like when we go to the cinema you don't speak, hello, hello, yeah, I'm in the cinema. You wouldn't do that because the environment yeah. lets you to keep your, yeah, I'm in the cinema. Like you'd be like yeah. that, innit? So the environment triggers you. You surprise some people to speak out. No, they do yeah. because they have a bad habit. Yeah. <laughs> but well, they're just plainly ignorant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some people don't care, like you say. Yeah. They don't care. What's so, the, so your company, this in your company, what's your goal? Like, because you work in so yes, yeah, so we're a European what? climate organization that looks at the intersection of climate and marginalized communities. And so basically, we kind of work in European climate policy. To um, so I guess it's the goal is to hopefully have a European Green New Deal that kind of really works for everybody and bring about change, and not just in Europe but also. To a lot of um, countries in the global south by way of climate reparations, even if that's like the cancellation of debt kind of thing. So yes, yeah, so there's loads of things that we're quite ambitious about. Yeah, climate. So, but you know, when you look at that, even the climate, uh, I was reading this um, guy, uh, he's a professor of psychology who likes habit. He focuses on, in trying to change the people's climate like and habits, you know, because it relates it back. And he says, for example, people getting people to cycle more, to cut out, you know, like the car or like, you know, the the car. And mm. you say <laughs> it's back to habits again. So mm. people, is, he said, people is challenging to change people. Because if you got used to driving the car <sighs> to local Tesco, and so even if you say we well, could walk, people don't do that because they just grab, get in the car because it's a habit. <sighs> and then do you know what I'm saying? So it's, and it's like even recycling as well, like getting the people to you know sort out the the sort out the cup because it starts with basic individual in it yeah it's just it's also like it could be difficult it depends what you're trying to get change people's lives but yeah people's habits need to change people's behaviors need to change yes, we've all picked up but also as well it's it's not just ordinary people but it's though it's it has, it has to go through to right to those at the top as well. Yeah, so to top. Yeah, so but people might not be interested in it because of say like for example, you know, like car manufacturers or oil companies. It's like them. They have a profit base. Yeah, profit yes. media. It's a media pleasure, yeah. <laughs> but long term. It's also no. It's easy to, to tell ordinary people. Yeah, you need to change, even though it's basically these massive oil and gas companies that keep. Pumping out fossil fuels—they're the ones that need to stop if we want to. But of course, we can do create habits that are good for our own health yeah. and well-being. Like instead of 
driving in, catching public transport or cycling. But also, there's no point in encouraging people to cycle, having creating habits to cycle when the roads are dangerous and there's no cycle lanes. Yeah. It's completely pointless. So, yeah. So, oh, so you so that what you're trying to also impact on that to make yeah, sure the facilities sure. and the environment. And exactly. Like that. Inshallah. Now it's been great talking to you. Well, it's in West West. Uh, so is that the main goal now? To you work and focus on the, just this company now, inshallah. Yeah, and in fine, the yeah I'm focusing lots of different things, final. But yeah, in terms, of, it's one of the things I'm definitely um, pursuing at the moment. Yeah, mashallah. No, it's been great talking to you. I know no, you've got you've um, got a rush to uh, do your weekly shopping. I think today. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been a bit, but honestly, jazakallah and. Thanks to everybody that's listening and I wish you all nothing but good health anyway. Jazakallah khair and I really appreciate you coming and really benefited and inspirational person. Keep up the good work. And Likewise. And inshallah that's it guys for today's episode. Until the next time inshallah. And please do remember that the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul and the habits of the body do matter. They shape our existing and our future in this life and the year after. And you don't decide your future, you decide your habits and your habits will decide your future. Please always keep that in mind. And please, if you found this beneficial, do me a favor and share it with family and friends. And until the next episode, inshallah, take care. And I wish you success in this life and the year after. And I ask Allah to give us all. ربنا أتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار Oh Allah, give us good in this life and day after and safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.